Hello everyone, welcome to the He's a Keep for the only podcast where two grown men complain about a children's movie. I'm your host, Akilik. I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and we're about to complain about a children's movie. Specifically, The Line Before Time X. That um, means X. 10. I know, but they went with X, and I just find that funny because this is a movie for like six-year-olds, and they definitely can't read Roman numerals. Yeah. The Line Before Time 10, The Great Long Neck Migration. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we watch <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not even... okay. It's not even Here's the worst the... movie we've... It's not even that bad, but it's, it's just not... so boring and not intended for me. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's a direct... It's the tenth... It's the ninth direct-to-video sequel to mm-hmm. the Lion Before Tie movies. Like, it's yeah. exactly what you expect. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's fairly competently made. It was clearly done with a low budget. Yeah. Other than Kiefer Sutherland being there, there's nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, you know, you have, like, the most... I mean, like, you know, some of the voice actors who are in this are legitimately great performers. But uh, also, you just have some, like, I don't know, people who are like, all right, this person, they do the bully voice. So we're going to get this kid, this person to play the bully. Uh, that, that, this guy got a grandpa voice. He's going to play the grandpa. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's everything. All these voices I've heard, you know, so many times in my life. I mean, I actually had to then go and look up where I had heard the grandpa from, but anyways. Is it the grandpa from the... I just want to preface this. We, this is... I've definitely seen the original movie, but I was so young that I do yeah. have a thing from it. I feel like you're yeah. in the same boat. Yeah, I really do not do not care about So we're not familiar with the time. war. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's... It, it, Maybe that we would have really enjoyed because... this... Maybe we would have enjoyed this movie uh, more... If we had uh, watched the preceding nine films about this land that existed before time. I mean, they're all pretty much shorter than this one. Yeah, well, actually, we'll get to that in trivia, because oh, that's a whole ooh, thing. I'm, but, ex- I'm excited. A little, a little teaser. A little, a little, what the little, little sneakus peekus. That was heinous, what you just said. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I apologize, folks. The other sequels um, are anything like this. You don't need to have watched them because nothing yeah. has changed by the end. This is yeah. what gets me about this movie. It's the tenth one. Shake yeah. it up a little. Do something that matters. Mm-hmm. Let's, I'm just gonna go through the plot of this movie because it's you know it's a movie for kids. It's it's very simple. Littlefoot, he's the dinosaur you all know and love. He's the little guy, obviously. He's having these dreams, which they call. I already have a bone to pick. They call what? them the dinosaurs. Sleep stories? To, yeah, them are sleep stories. But then in two of the songs, because there's like three songs in this movie. Yeah. They say the word dream, so they have that word. Yeah. It's, Anyways. It's oof. I I I hate that. I just hate most times when it's like, okay, we're gonna make them say words that are kinda weird, so that the audience is like oh, this is different. But then it just ends up feeling like it's bad sci-fi, you know, like calling an elevator like a a kinetic elevator or kinetic lifter, you know, like. I think that's just what they call it in the UK. But, but I mean, this is, I mean, this is going to be a weird example, but that's, if you've ever seen any of the Bionicle movies, that's one of the things that like, Mm. even as a kid, when I had, when I like, I watched this with my brother, it's like, why are they talking like this? It's the same kind of thing. It's like, yeah. Uh, the sleep story. The, the, yeah. what was it the the sky sphere or whatever. <laughs> it just kind of it just feels. I don't know if you're gonna agree with this. It just feels like racist that Jason is like this is getting yeah. into territory where it could be yikes. Absolutely no, I agree. Especially like you know so. <sighs> So how this movie works is the kid's having a dream. He goes, oh, oh bad dream. And Grandpa's like, ah, d- this means something. We got to go on a journey, man. We got to go on a great journey, bro. And then they go uh, they go for a walk in the woods. They get to uh, the giant. They get to the crater. And then they're like, woo And they get you know chased by a crocodile. Meanwhile, Littlefoot, the main character, his dumb friends, who are the worst part of the movie, are all... Yes 
all decide, yeah, let's let's follow Littlefoot, even though he didn't really invite us to this cool uh, journey he's going on. Because, I mean, basically part of it is because Sarah, who is uh, like Michael Sarah, Sarah, she's a triceratops and she she hates uh. Longfoots. She just... She thinks that they are the inferior race, and so she thinks she's going to prove to all these Longfoots that her her three-horn blood is stronger and more superior, I guess. So she goes on a journey with friends, and b- both of them, both groups meet people on their journeys that are just kind of nice, folksy old people. Anyway, they Littlefoot ends up at the thingamajig, at the jamboree, and the uh, at, picnic. at the dinosaur hootenanny. If you ever seen Brother Bear, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's that. It's when they, it's exactly they find all the that. other bears. The exact same scene. But I think this came out earlier, so it's dead. Um which so I mean Bear, you know I wouldn't movie. say that Brother Bear is the most original movie. No, uh, it, it is except for that one thing where they stole the Actually movie. no, this is the same year as Brother Bear, so Okay, I'm looking up release dates. Uh, this Brother Bear is November first, two thousand three. This probably came out. This was, uh, um, December second. Oh yeah. All right. Anyway. So this, yeah. That was completely. <laughs> completely stupid. So they get to the dinosaur hoot nanny. All the dinosaurs are there. Littlefoot's like, woo, yeah, woo, yeah, party, party, woo. And then all of a sudden he runs in this big old dinosaur. And it's a big old dinosaur. Happens to be Kiefer Sutherland. And it turns out that Kiefer I Sutherland... I legitimately forgot that he was in this movie. I'm like, when's he going to show up? And then he showed up, so... I had, like, given... Yeah, I gave up on Kiefer after a point. I was like, he he's just going to be a minor role, isn't yeah. he? Isn't he just going to... He's going to show up for five minutes. I'm going to have been cheated again. But he's he's in this a decent amount. It's not... Yeah. Well, he's a major character. He's a major character, yeah. Um. Anyway, so... And then there's the whole thing that... Uh, Kiefer has an adoptive son named Shoday. Named Shoddy. <laughs> named Shorty. Shorty. And so was... Shorty is just. Yeah. I mean, okay, Shorty was one of the elements of the movie that that actually worked a little bit better yeah. for me, because his whole character is oh no, I've experienced trauma. That's ca- kind. That explains part of why I act out so much. I hope people can forgive me. And Kiefer's just a really nice dad to him. Yeah, this uh, is Dad Kiefer. As we've dis- discussed before, Dad Kiefer is Kiefer. Yeah, well. pretty much. Um, so we got... Meanwhile, uh, the B-plot, everybody's just kind of getting chased around. Um, um, they, yeah, they kind of... Sorry, I was legitimately trying to remember what I was saying. Uh, they get chased around by a bunch of... T-Rexes and crocodiles and lava flows and... Anyway, eventually everybody shows up and they all get attacked by um, T-Rexes. And so then they all team up to beat up the T-Rexes. But then it turns out that an eclipse is happening. So an eclipse happens and that helps them defeat the T-Rexes, I guess. I don't really know what happens. Isn't that just completely separate? No, because... the the t-rexes are there and they're like moving forward to come eat and then they just kind of walk away i i kind of i mean listen i definitely was not giving it my full attention at this point like (coughs) yeah it's i don't i do not understand why they made it this long if it's for kids because it drags um but my understanding was because they had like kicked all the watching it right now I got it going. In media res. Um, my understanding was they had they kicked all the T-Rexes into like the like down the hill and then they're just kind of stuck there and then separately they all just kind of crane their necks up because of the eclipse. No, it No, see they look up and then because some of them are still on the hill after beating the T-Rexes, the T-Rexes are coming up and the ethnic funny character says, "Is no look good." And then the eclipse is still happening. Man, this is so long. <laughs> uh, it's so long. Yeah. Yeah, the T-Rexes are coming up the hill. And they're like, ah, oh, we're going to kill them. But then they look at the eclipse. Is that like really what happened? Yeah, it's pretty... 
It's pretty bad. And the kids are like, what are the adults seeing? I don't know. And then Sue takes the kids up on her head and they see the eclipse, even though it's in the sky. How do they know? <sighs> this So long story short, eclipse happens. The movie is over. There is a song about choosing your friends, how your friends really love you. And then um, Littlefoot chooses to stay with his friends and his grandparents instead of his dad and a bunch of people he's never met. Yeah, did we did we mention that Kiefer is his dad? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, because that's basically oh. like the the entire last half of the movie is. Yeah. Uh, them bonding, yeah. and there's a really really bad song, which I think was supposed to be like it's supposed to be sung by Littlefoot, mm-hmm. but it's just clearly a different voice. Yeah. Um. And then, basically, because Kiefer, the Kiefer dinosaur has his own, his own herd elsewhere, so he wants Littlefoot to come live with him, but Littlefoot wants to go back to the valley with his friends. Um, but then he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna go with with my my dad." And then he sings a song about, you know, you gotta leave your friends behind. And then he doesn't leave his friends behind. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought the song was about how the good friends they were. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, this movie it's, doesn't matter. It's for children. Like it's the tenth Land Before Time movie. Like, yeah, there's literally nothing less important than this movie. Yeah, except for maybe the eleventh. What's well, the eleventh one looks like it's just Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't. I do not understand why this series carried on so long. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a. It's crazy how many they were able to make when compared to like most, you know, direct to DVD Disney things. I think it's also because this was not Disney. Disney, you know, had a bit of, um. You know, they they didn't really want to jump into the whole direct to to video stuff until like the early 2000s late 90s when it's like all right we're giving Cinderella a sequel we but need this to know what happens to her so the first one came out in 88 the second one comes out in 94 boom third one 95 boom fourth one 96 boom fifth one 97 boom sixth one 98 boom seventh one 2008 2001 9 2002 10 2003 11 2004 12 2006 13 2007 and then 14 journey of the brave coming out in 2016 i just anyway i there has to be a reason why this specific franchise has lived where so many others have not and i yeah. don't care enough to find out yeah, I think it's Universal Pictures. Oh, there's a complete collection DVD set that was released in 2016. You got oh my, it. oh my got goodness, it. we gotta get Blu-ray. it. So you know that Land Before Time, that UHD 4K. Speaking yeah. of resolutions, I got a, I got a bone, another bone to pick with this movie. Okay, so yeah, I, I rented it on Google Play and I rented mm-hmm. the HD version whatever but like and it looked fine but there was definitely moments where like it started like it cut to a shot and it was really mm-hmm. low res and then it would zoom out or would pan and if it zoom out it zoom out to like a regular resolution image so clearly they just did the thing where they just took they just and after they had animated they're just like yeah let's zoom in on it which yeah i mean we've all done it but like this is Come on. You can't do that with this with animation that looks like this. It's not Come a great on. looking movie. It's not a terrible looking movie. Yeah, like the strongest part of the I mean I've never liked the the character designs. No, I They're The just, only character I like is Spike. I was going to say Spike is the okay. only good character in the entire film. All of them look just kind of gross. Everybody like looks it. really wrinkly and old. Yeah. And like you know, Littlefoot has, like, they all have, like, four teeth and, like, really massive eyelashes. And ugh, it's oh, just... they, they gave the Triceratops, because the Triceratops, as we mentioned, is Sarah, which I did not get until you brought it up. It does have long eyelashes. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Although, here's the thing. I don't know for sure if this was the case, but there was 
it looked like there's some 3D stuff, and I just want to say. Oh, there is 3D stuff in this movie. Compared to, like, you know, it's like, this is how you actually incorporate 3D into a 2D animated thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks like way better than than most of the, um, you know, like the DreamWorks Disney attempts at at, at blending at this point in time. I Specifically, mean, I was... I'm thinking of um, Treasure Planet, although you know that's you know three or four years older than this. Um, and wow, God, what's the other one? What's the DreamWorks one oh, that people um, really like? Road to El Dorado. That's oh, yeah. it. I, I was I was thinking more in terms of uh, the, the things we've seen, uh, specifically the Dungeons Dragons, whatever that was. Ah, uh, yes, Dragonlance. Um, although th- there were a few times like where they just like did a full 360, and they, I, I bet you they were pretty proud of that, and they should mm-hmm. not have been. Yeah, yeah. the The strongest part visually of this movie for me is the backgrounds are kind of cool yeah. and jungly, um, and they're fun to look at. Outside of that, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's it's also nice watching um, a 2D animated movie that's better than Dragonlance. Yeah. Because I think, I think Dragonlance almost made me swear off the medium. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Dragonlance is really, really bad. Like... <sighs> it's... Yeah. I don't even wanna. I don't even. I don't even wanna. Yeah, I I brought a bunch of notes down here, and I realized I just don't care. Can we talk about the scene where everything was just had a red filter on, though? Yeah, and then it ends the immediate second, like the the crocodile gets a gets a rock on his head. Yeah, because so when they're the the idiot friends are following after them, they come across this alligator, which. You're going to put an alligator in your dinosaur movie. Like, come on. Come on. Well, I mean, you could, like, you know, it, it kind of works because, you know, oh, they're a, they're a living fossil, bro. But also, you have so many more interesting things to choose from. Exactly. That's, ugh. Because there's, like, what? There's, like, I mean, aside from the main cast, all we see are other long necks and yeah. the T-Rex. That's it. That's not interesting. Yeah. It's like different dinosaurs. Come on. Give us some variety. But like, so there's the whole action scene. They just put on a red filter and then the second it ends, we're back to normal colors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not even red the whole time. Like there's parts of it where it's like really golden too. And it, yeah, you know, it looks kind of sunset esque. Yeah. I've weird. got, I've got some notes like, uh, I hate every time. The character Ducky, Ducky yeah. says "yep, yep, yep" or "no, yep, no, yep, no." Yep. Uh, that's like if this was a if this is a drinking game movie. If I was watching this as a drinking game, every "yep, yep, yep" or "nope, nope, nope." That's like you know, finish the bottle. Yeah, I that's mean, just, just like <laughs> you're. That's called alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I <laughs> one of my notes was despite this being a children's movie, it's not the most juvenile thing we've seen for this podcast. <laughs> I'm mostly thinking about Dragonlance. Aren't we all? Yeah, because the grandpa the grandpa plays the overseer from Fallout 1. And so the whole time I'm like, Littlefoot, it's time for you to achieve the water chip for our vault. Yeah. Someone's gotta um, make that mod. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get on. Um there's also a trope that I hate that was in this movie. The first time when Littlefoot and his grandparents are going through the swamp and the crocodile attacks them then. And they get, um, you know, and Littlefoot's like walking along. He's like, hey, it's fun yeah. to walk on the rocks. I like to walk on the rock. <laughs> this is fun. You know, the movie's like, oh, there's a crocodile. Ah, you're going to die, kid. And then he, uh, he goes to stand on the crocodile and the, the grandparents don't actually say watch out you're gonna get eaten they just go yeah. oh, Littlefoot little no. no um Sue has the line what's the point of having big feet if you don't step on bad guys sometimes <laughs> I, Sue Sue just a lot of the some of the voice acting everybody feels like like high but not in a whoa man like in a high enough that they're like yeah they can still pass as not high but they're still trying to fight like yeah. deep inside 
that you know that facade does not slip. And just to clarify, this is Bernadette Peters who voices Sue. Yeah, this is a yeah, real yeah. person. This is a real actor. Um, there's the part when they uh, little foot is talking to Sue. And he's like, you had that dream too? And she's like, yeah. And then I'm really sitting there being like, thinking Littlefoot being like, you think that shared dreaming is possible? And Sue's just like, my boy, what if I told you that we could steal ideas from people's dreams? I would watch an Inception remake (laughs) with the dinosaurs. With Littlefoot. (sighs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, I wrote down that Sarah really hates the long necks. Like, she just... Yeah, like she'll she... say stuff like, who would want to go on an adventure with a bunch of long necks? You know? Ooh, like Maybe other long necks. What are you talking about, Sue? Yeah, uh, Sarah, I wrote... Whatever. I wrote, uh, let Spike sleep. He deserves better than you people. <laughs> does. Can we talk about Sarah and her character design? Yeah, sure. She's a three-horn. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She has four horns. Oh, no, no. Right? Am I crazy? Oh, I guess if you count the nose horn, yeah. Either she has... That's oh, the no, only no, horn no, no, that's, no, no, like, no. very much a horn. Yeah, well, because everything... She's got, like, the three horns on top, but, like, I think that's what Triceratops is, is referencing... Okay, I'm looking at a picture now, and I think because first Look at of all, we, we haven't a... asked the question, the important question: Where are the parents? Where are the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are all the the friends' parents? But I'm looking at it. It looks like so. I I'm guessing the the because the ad, the adult Triceratops they have the three horns on. So I'm guessing yeah. she just hasn't grown into it. But that's just bad character design. If you're just gonna keep referring to, in a kids movie, you can't just have a character who's referred mm. to as a three horn. And not With have one three horn, horns yeah. on there. That's not yeah, allowed. Yeah, yeah, Because, like... Yeah. You uh, must sum it up. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, if you look at... Uh, similar to the character... I'm looking at the Land Before Time fandom wiki. Similar to the character Ducky, there has been confusion over Sarah's species. Although it has not been labeled incorrectly as often as Ducky. Yeah, because that's... I mean, I knew about that with Littlefoot because there was this big thing in the 80s where every single long-necked dinosaur was was a brontosaurus. Yeah. Especially, you know, like I love looking at comic books from the time and all the like dinosaur-related ads in there because there's a lot of them. Um, they had a lot of like, to sell. Be like, yeah, have this brontosaur snack, kids. Um, anyway, but... Littlefoot is actually an apatosaurus, but I'm going to shut up before you, like, actually come over here and strangle me alive. I mean, listen, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. That's true. That's fathers, you know? Yeah. What my, my favorite part of the movie was when they mm-hmm. built the town hall and I could <laughs> um, put my money back into the ABD again. That was I'm my so... favorite part of the movie. I'm so angry with you i was planning on doing a bit i completely forgot to do this where i just like subtly just like only talk in terms of like animal crossing like you know um when the characters kind of they all uh got together to celebrate the big opening of that thing i like that part but then i didn't do that so here we are anyway um can we even talk for twenty five minutes? Let's. No, 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 there's, there's more. I, I got, I got. I'll, I'll look for some good stuff here, though. I don't want to edit. Oh, oh, here's my joke. Um, the, sorry. I Give wrote, me your joke, and then we're moving on. This is actually what happened for the first Coachella Valley Festival. <laughs> you say Coachella? Yeah, is Get that, is that a festival? It's Coachella. Is, that a, you is it Coachella? Ass. I'm sorry, I just pronounce it how Bugs Bunny pres- pronounces it. Because he is a real character. <laughs> now, you're just my, now you're just my my old directing teacher. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Arise, sir. Earl of Sand. I can't even. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here.
Listen, I'm not denying that that's what he says. <laughs> he but says, Coachella. He says, Maybe it's a Coachella Care Festival, but it's Coachella if it's the music festival. You know what? I hear Kanye's playing at Coachella this year. Oh, yeah? He's probably uh, not. It's probably canceled. Yeah. Is this movie Kiefer, Jaden? Uh, no. Obviously not. It's the 10th Land Before Time movie. That's No. There was no. never a oh, question. Uh, okay, I, I got one more thing I actually want to say. Um, you know the part when they're checking all the pebbles down the mountain at, at, at the mean dinosaurs? I do remember that part. Um, I just thought of it as basically being kind of the trope in movies where, all, you know, they're in New York or something. And like, you know, like in Spider-Man 1 when he's getting attacked. And he's like, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us New Yorkers. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. I'm walking here. And then, the, you know, they all just tar- start chucking trash at the Green Goblin. That's what I thought of at this part. That's just, um, that's just New York, baby. Yeah. That's just New York. <laughs> oh, from New York. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a keeper. Not a keeper. Let's move on to trivia. Say. So, uh, the, so, this is the longest Land Before Time in the series being at 84 minutes Mm -hmm. that's for those of you who can't do easy math that's Mm -hmm. less than 90 minutes so this is somehow the original is only 120 minutes or not 120 it's only an hour 20 yeah so like why is this one the longest it's the 10th one maybe they're like is the 10th one we got to make it extra special it's like the iphone 10 yeah this one hasn't watched this movie it was weird the whole time. There's just like a little, little, uh, little nubbin at the top where there's no movie. It's a great joke. I would have killed like back when the iPhone 10 came out. I'm sorry. I really just passed out there. I didn't really hear what you had to say. Honestly, it's for the best. I'm <laughs> I'm looking for Amazon reviews right now. Give me a give me a break. Okay. What else? Yeah. Um, so this movie. Um, Despite the fact that it was the last Land Before Time movie to be released on VHS, <laughs> in fact, uh, another fact, it was it received a uh, theatrical release in Spain. Hmm. So. Wow. I wonder what the Spanish dub is like. I, I tend to like Spanish dub. Uh, That's fair. I don't know. You, you should you should definitely watch up with the Spanish dub sometimes. I mean, it's I still. Fun. I'm gonna get crucified for this. I still haven't watched it in English, though. I always forget that you've never. You know, anyway. Let's I have see. Disney Plus now. I should. What? Uh, I don't have Disney Plus. I have someone's account. Yeah, you have access to it. I have. It's not. I mean, I was gonna say it's not like I don't have time. I don't because I have an island to tend to. Yeah. And school stuff or whatever. I guess. Uh, yeah. Mainly the Animal Crossing thing. Um, anything else that's interesting? No, there's nothing interesting about this movie. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, if you got a review, lay it on. Okay. This one comes to us from Great Granny. Five stars, Land Before Time, volumes 10 and 11, because the uh, Amazon review page you got me was for 10 and 11. I'm so. sorry. I rushed uh, at I the might, last second. I didn't know I you might... would be six minutes late. I might look for the IMDb ones after this, but I'll let's just start. You you get that pulled up. Comes with some great granny. Uh, Land Before Time Volumes 1011. My grandson was not sure which one of these movies to watch first because I purchased four or five at one time. He loves every one of them. I am glad I decided to buy them for him. Hey, can I just, A lot um, of... Yeah. Can I just interject? Your grandson's an idiot. <laughs> Which well, one to watch first, ten or eleven? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're working with here. People. Okay, this this one is another five star review, uh, coming to us from Robert L. Ayers, Land Before Time. Uh, five stars. This is this this is a another one of the great series, The Land Before Time. My four-year-old grandson loves them, and I think now has a total of six videos. The videos are very entertaining and bring a lot of joy to children. They are well worth the money. Money. 
Uh, this one comes to us from Donna Viel. Five stars. The review title is Same as Above. I don't really know what she's... What we're referring to here? Well, look at the... Look at the review above it. Oh, that was from Robert L. Ayers, but... Anyway. I'm just gonna... <coughs> okay. If you... I choose it because it is a very good series to watch <laughs> with the grandchildren. Simply a very awesome movie. I, we, choose I just... not to, we choose to watch Slime Before Time 10, not because it is easy, but because <laughs> it is a very good series to watch with the grandchildren. Yeah. That's what JFK said. Yeah. That's why they shot him. There's a review on IMDb that just says, I've been waiting for this movie that's 10 out of 10 stars. And it says, warning for spoilers, but there's no... Oh, there's the review. <laughs> There's okay. I, I was confused. I thought that was the whole thing. I'm, I'm pumped. Um, Beware of possible spoilers. The Land Before Time was one of my favorite movies when I was around four or five. It actually taught me about death. It's a cherished childhood memory, and therefore I'd like to see it treated with with. Uh, uh, a little respect. Instead, I've seen it abused over the years, milked for sequels whenever the studio goes broke. They make them every year. I really don't think... I really... Th anyway. Each one is worse than the last, chock full of fruity singing. So wasn't I surprised when I saw LBTX. Honestly, it's like a breath of fresh air after being stuck downwind from a fart. Where do I begin? First of all, the voice acting is better. Instead of paying some homeless guy with a sandwich and a roll of toilet paper, some actual celebrities were hired. And who should be supplying the voice of the most important character but Kiefer Sutherland? My this bad. is a big thing for me. I yeah, am a huge Kiefer fan. So much that I don't really give a toot about the other important people voicing know. other important long necks. <laughs> Of all the celebrities, actually, I only care about Kiefer Sutherland. I don't give a heck about anything else. Mm -hmm. Second of all, the plot of the first movie ties in with this one. In all yeah. the other sequels, Littlefoot is just as happy as a clam and never even mentions or thinks about his mother. For the love of cake, people, she died in front of him. If your mother was shredded <laughs> apart by a vicious dinosaur and you were left to survive yourself... Wouldn't you be, fr would you be frolicking around singing songs? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'd be cowering in my, quote, safe corner, end quote. Not to mention Little Home's, Littlefoot's home is rife with morons, but not in this movie. Here, a series of dreams leads Littlefoot to a place where he meets his father. Finally, he's forced to take off his rose-colored sunglasses. They're not, it's just rose-colored glasses. They're not <laughs> sunglasses. Well, and remember... His past. The result is a movie that's at least somewhat mature. It gets better. I just want to correct my joke with a better joke. Okay. Um, you know, there's a solar eclipse. You gotta have protection. Go on. A nicely thought out plot. Parts actually mirror a fan fiction story I wrote. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Shut it down. Keeper <laughs> Sutherland voicing Littlefoot's father, and I really don't think there were quite as many songs. Altogether, I'm more than satisfied with this movie. Granted, there are better cartoons out there to entertain you, but if you are a fan of the first movie and are disgusted with the sugary sequels, I think you'll find Land Before Time X pleasantly refreshing. Okay, I, I'm gonna do one more review. Hold on, I'm... let me get in. Let me get in with one. Okay, okay. This one comes from Sackage. This is why, mm -hmm. titled Why, as uh, two-star review. Mm -hmm. How could you don, semicolon, Steven? Steven? Question mark. Steven? <laughs> Steven! <laughs> How could you slaughter something so beautiful as the first Land Before Time movie? I, like many, own the original on DVD. It was honestly the only one I would buy regardless of the many chapters that surrounded me from all sides, all because they are painful to watch. Why are they painful? Songs. Every. Three. Seconds. I honestly cannot stand it as far as the chapters go. I watched up until the mysterious island before I finally lost my faith, but not my love, fully aware that the rest are meant for children, to aid them to grow and to share and to cherish life with every waking moment, 
with with every making morning, but why did they slaughter each and every individual character? <laughs> you can't use the word slaughter there. Sharptooth Sharptooth was my ultimate favorite. Until suddenly one day, let's hug the carnivore. Don't worry, he's friendly. I almost fainted. Not with relief, but shock. He <laughs> faints in speak <laughs> He, and speaking of the Rex, has always been viewed as evil somehow. Suddenly he's friendly? Some someone someone aside pointing the obvious of it's for children. Please explain this. I am in dire need. But aside the point of how this series is dying, I want to both buy this and at the same time dash ignore it. A, when I was a child, I always wondered what Littlefoot's father. What happened to him? Was he killed? Did he abandon his mate? What? Buying this may answer my questions, but at the same time, do not want to be disappointed. B, reason staying above of its obnoxious stature that it had somehow fallen victim to. So this person hasn't even seen the movie. Yeah. And they wrote an essay on why... On how they haven't seen the chapters. On how Don Bluth and Don Steven Spielberg. Steven. No, they're talking about Spielberg because he executive produced the first one. Don. Don. Semicolon. Steven. So it's Steven Don. Also, that's Stefan, not Steven like Spielberg. So I guess well, you're right. Yeah. It's Steven, the Don of the Lamb Before Time crime family. <laughs> I was going to find another negative one to review, but I just looked at the one below, the one that you just read. This one comes to us from Nova, from 2003. Uh, Five stars, great films. Simply put, I'm 30 years old. I watched The First Land Before Time back in 88, the year it came out. I love all animation anime. Old pre-Isner Disney 3D ETC because it's art. Some say that the Land Before Time sequels are a bad thing. Hmm, I don't know about that. Let's look at facts. Original Land Before Time was aimed at kids between 6 and 12. I think I was 15 when I seen it. Now, let's say, for example, a now 27-year-old woman had her first son at the age of 20. So she goes out and buys LF, LBFT 10. She has a DAP connection with the Land Before Time 1. Not only will her 7-year-old son like it, she can tell him about the first time she watched it, LB. FT1, 15 year earlier, they have a movie that they can both relate to. This is why, that is why I cannot find a way to give this movie less than five stars. Parents are watched The New Land Before Times with their children, the same series they watched themselves. And Imo, that makes Land Before Time very special. I do not know what voice I was doing there. I'm really sorry, everybody. No, it's, 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 I just. <laughs> I, I like how this person immediately goes to, you know, when you have your first son at 20. Yeah. Like. I mean, you know, maybe that's. I mean, it's. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying that's yeah. kind of just a oddball example. Yeah. Well, this has been Amazon Reviews. That has been Amazon slash INDB Reviews. We interrupt this podcast to bring you some breaking key for news. Breaking key for news. Ba 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 bonus news. We are coming at you just minutes before. Key for history, I would argue. Yeah. So at 11:48 a.m., this is this is the Saturday before this gets uploaded. It's the 28th of March. At 11:48 a.m. today, Kiefer Sutherland tweeted out the following: "Dearest Stephen Fry, it's Kiefer. With far less hair than you, I have found myself feeling compromised without a barber. But I have realized that given the time frame of this awful virus, no one will see my haircut. So I have decided to try it at home with clippers at 9 p.m. your time." And then the next tweet, live. If this goes well, it will. If this goes well, I hope it will serve as a home remedy for haircuts. If it doesn't, oh well. P.S. Hope you're well. This is pretty good. So we are. It is 2:59 um, Mountain Time right now. So mm-hmm. we are minutes away. Just moments away here, folks. Guessing it'll be on his Instagram. You know, I'm going through... Oh, I don't have Instagram. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland started a live video. This okay. is it, folks. Okay, he's sitting there. On... Where is it? Is this on Instagram? Yeah. Okay, he's got a bib on. He's got a bib on? He's got oh, a bib man. On. <sighs> Why? 
can't you watch live streams on desktop? I mean, it's because I don't care about desktop. Yeah, you can't you can't post from desktop. Instagram with desktop is just kind of the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find my little earbuds so I could listen to this. I don't know where they are. So I might just play the audio to this and it's going to be terrible. Oh, no. Wow. He just said mohawk. Yeah. Okay, he's putting some stuff in his hair. <laughs> Can't believe I'm missing out on this historic moment. Ooh, there's an official fan group on Facebook for official fans. He's got the Clippers. Oh, yeah. LA Clippers. Here he goes. Okay, he's going for the side. He's got his glasses off, and he's talking about how he can't see without them. Oh, good. The dog. He's telling his dog not to eat the hair. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, the clippers are off. He's going to take a look. He's putting his glasses on. Oh, good. This is riveting stuff. He's got some. So he's got some clips in his hair. He's talking uh -huh. about does he want to go mohawk or not? Mm. Dog no, just barked. That's, a, that's good. Oh, it looks like he's going mohawk. Wow. Oh, he's just going to town now. Dang it! This stupid extension isn't letting me do anything. So it's just kind of thin at this point. Oh, he's just going he's to just... town. Wow. There is not a lot of hair on the side anymore. Mm-hmm. He was just saying when they did Few Good Men and they shaved everyone's hair, Jack Nicholson mm -hmm. was standing behind him and just said, what a mess. <laughs> That's really good. That's That's very good. I see him, though. He's, oh, wow. Look at him go. Jaden can now see Kiefer. <laughs> I haven't been able to see Kiefer until just now. But, uh, wow. Oh, there he goes. Going for more from all. <laughs> wow. He's mm. really just going for the mohawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what happens to, to older men anyways when, like, the hairline starts to recede, but they still have that, like, little peninsula of hair. Yeah. Kind of like Nico from uh, Grand Theft Auto. He's <laughs> just saying there might be a point where Jill can't do anything. Oh, good. He drops him. Oh, boy. He just said he doesn't know what else to say. He says he hopes he made you laugh. Oh, oh man, that's it. I think. I think that's it. Be safe, yeah. safe and be healthy. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, you know now... what is I think is explicitly the best thing to come out of this endeavor. I found the official Facebook, the official fan group on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have a new demo. Yeah. Welcome here, anybody that is. Uh, Anybody who's here from there, uh, I'm currently reporting a post to admins because it's spam. It's not Kiefer Sutherland related. See, we uh, are <laughs> we are one of you. We are here in the community. We're doing our part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah. Um, hopefully this will be available on his Instagram at some point. Mm -hmm. We don't really have any images to show you, but rest assured, powerful look. Yeah. Yeah, if you, you know, if you tuned in to this and are now listening to the podcast, uh, good for you for being a real Kiefer fan. Uh, we might actually have to um, call the police on you because uh, you're threatening our intellectual property of being Kiefer fans. You can't. Only we're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you run wow. the Kiefer Sutherland Facebook pay, uh, fan page... Hit us up. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's officially like when I say it's official, it's like like he has pinned it on his Facebook page. Like his his Facebook page so the admins there like created this group and then there's some guy named uh, Nathan Clark who's the other who's the other moderator. So, hey Nathan, <laughs> get at us. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to I might uh, do some self promo on this page. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll uh yeah. A little, um, a little interest generated. We, we now return you to your regular scheduled Kiefer news. Now moving That's... on to Kiefer news, we kind of actually have something. This comes from oh my goodness, RT. So that's Russian. That's that's the Russian state media. So hold on to your butts. Um, no. So y'all may have heard of this little uh, thing that's happening called COVID nineteen. Um, probably probably play the play the laugh track. Uh, get that, get that rolling. Toilet paper, am I right, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that for a paper. dollar. Toilet paper. That, oh, that actually. Did I hurt yourself? That hurt my voice. Okay, well, <clears throat> toilet paper, folks. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy that for all the money in the world. All right. So, um, y'all may remember a little program called Designated Survive, which, oof. What was, the, what was the star of that? Oh yeah, it was Kiefer Sutherland. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, in a in a you know, uh, life imita- art imitates life, and then life imitates art. Uh, Britain, jolly old United Kingdom, uh, has named a designated survivor. If uh, and I'm gonna use this term, and I want you to know that every fiber of me is screaming, "Don't!" So if uh, so they have a designated survivor to be premier if Bojo is struck down by COVID-19. No! That you is can't. from the Russian state media. You know how you Scarlett Johansson is sometimes shorted to ScarJo? Yeah. Well, Boris Johnson apparently is now shortened to Bojo. Bojo! <laughs> Bojo's bizarre adventure! I mean, it is bizarre. Bojo Horseman! Bojo's rabbit. Bojo Rabbit! Bojo. Mojo Bojo from the, from the Powerpuff Girls. Um, but yes, what basically is it? that's ooh, the whole ooh. story. And they have a picture of Kiefer Sutherland next to former sec uh-huh. Rab, uh, who's been named Dominic Rab, has been named designated survivor in the, uh, in the great, great British... Hellscape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, look forward to that. Ooh. That's it. That's key for news. I'm sorry, oh, that's folks. He's well. He's safe. His tour ended before Good. everything else ended. Yep. So, what Good. more can you ask for? Uh, yeah. What are we watching next week, dude? Please tell me uh, before time 11. <laughs> oh, he's definitely in that one. The good news is, is that Kiefer Sutherland never actually made a return to the to the Land Before Time franchise. That so is we're safe. the best news I've literally heard in the past week. So. Yeah. We're watching... Um, okay. You got... Obviously, as, as per the law, you have two choices... Okay. Tools wisely, traveler, or it may mean your doom. <laughs> okay, we can watch Melancholia. Oh boy. That's the that's the that's actually the, good one. That's the Lars von Trier one, which means it's yeah. gonna be pretentious as hell. Which I mean, I don't know. I, I'd much rather. I watch just had that. to do a report on French cinema, which, to be fair, I did. Re- my my movie was Amelie, which is the charmingest film of all time, but it was still French cinema, so I'm mm-hmm. already coming down from retention high. Um Okay. That's not um What about uh <laughs> sorry. What about Cowboy Up? <laughs> What about Cowboy Up? Let's take a look. Taking a look, folks. Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know. Where can we... 
It's available at, according... I think it oh, should it be available. Oh, it is available on Google Play Movies. Yes. Yeah, it's Cineplex. Wow. Yeah. So uh, how I watch Amelie. Hmm. Uh, Angry you didn't go with Melancholia. <laughs> Rising Star. Okay, well. You know what? Let's get pretentious. I don't want to watch Cowboy Up. Great. <laughs> See, that that may have been my uh, my stratagem the entire... I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play the system. You gotta play your cards. You gotta. The entire time. Okay, let's wrap it up because this is. I got. I don't this, play. I can't be editing. Yeah. Um. Quickly before we go, though, I want to mention this is just a piece of news that is new to me. Did oh. you know that they made that a there are there have been two pilots that they made for L.A. Confidential. Um. Second of all. The first pilot had Kiefer Sutherland starring in it? The 2003 LA Confidential TV pilot. It's it's crazy that it exists. Well, that might be a bonus episode at some point once I finish yeah. editing my student documentary. Um <laughs> Thanks to Kaya for our fantastic You know what? I was just thinking about it the other day. We don't really stop to appreciate how great how great it is that we have good podcast art. Because you look at the other podcasts yeah. out there, there's some truly bad podcast art. So the fact that we have someone who just made something that looks like a yeah. real thing. It's great. It. Thanks, Kaya. Go check out links to her work in the description mm-hmm. below. Um, and also, thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme song, Sax Rock and Roll. Go check out his links uh, in the description Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter at HK Pod. Follow us on Instagram at HK Podcast. Give us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Anchor. Hey, Jaden. Hey, what? It is, uh, we got one week left and then it's Quibi time. <gasps> no! The reckoning! <laughs> I, I forgot! I mean, I'm like I grabbing all my papers. At this point, I'm like setting up meaning. my telescope. I'm looking for the ill, the portents. Um, You're going to need a telescope if you want to watch this on a big screen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Quibi drops April 6th, folks. It's so common. 90-day free trial. They it's, have zero faith in this platform. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. Great. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, stay safe out there. I've been your host, Zach Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's a Kiefer. It's not, that's not clickbait. That's giving the people what they want. That's like. Give the people what they want. Give us Barabbas.